What's up, y'all? This is all right, guys. If you missed out on Freight Fest 2023, I feel for you. I know you're punching air. However, Freight Fest 2024 is going to come sooner than you think. Right now, go to www.freightfest.com. Early bird tickets are available. Listen, we're already planning for next year. It's going to be crazy. We are already lining up the speakers. Uh, make sure you stay tapped in with us for all the updates, but get your early bird tickets right now for Freight Fest 2024, happening on September 26th through the 29th at the Royal Sinesta Galleria Hotel in Houston, Texas. All right. Go to www.freightfest.com for more updates. I can't wait to see y'all there. Let's go. Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What I'm seeing from a lot of people who have started following me since your, your podcast um, and just listening is people are not confident in their service offerings. They've gotten into the industry for a task, a task of driving from point A to point B or brokering from point A to point B. Um, in logistics, you are here to provide several different types of solutions to your client and ultimately to save them cost in transportation. Turn my mic up. For you. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches, life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. So what's going on, man? How was the uh, how was the groundbreaking ceremony? It was dope, that right? Thing, that thing was dope. Yeah, it was more than we could have planned for. Yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. What y'all do? So we had a program planned. Um, we introduced, we kind of told our story, brought everybody in from me starting a business to taking on two partners at the first of the year, um, how the concept was birthed from a year ago um, until now, brought it to fruition to now. Okay. Um, and then we talked about, you know, everything we plan on doing for the community there. We've already began, you know, implementing some things to the community and just how we plan on growing from that operation to the other aspect of logistics, which is warehousing, cross docking. Um, and then hopefully we want to mimic this operation in other cities. Mm, dope, dope, dope. So, so are the containers like, do you already have containers scheduled to be stored there or how, how does that work? Yeah. So we have four potential clients now. Um, but we've kind of been holding everyone off because the work, the site needed some work, um, like, you know, lighting, crush and run. We had to get the fence up, which we have the fence up now. And so the ground still needs some work before we can actually start putting containers there. But we're kind of like in a holding pattern right now. So if push comes to shove, then we'll go ahead and just bring them out there and just deal with the consequences. It's just that we don't want to go backwards because um, it rains really uh, a lot here and the water table sits really high up under the land and it gets okay. really muddy and slushy. And so that can be a disaster. Um, and so we're trying to do some development there before we actually start storing. Got you. How long do you think that process would take? Well, probably about two more weeks. Okay. Yeah. So not, not too long. 
Not, not too long. long. No. So, so, so the four companies that you have the the contracts with, or you're negotiating with, how much containers do are they supposed to be bringing over? So, um, one we ask for, um, I think it was seven percent of their volume, which came out to be seven thousand nine hundred and nine containers a year. Mm. And then another one we asked for. Um, 5% of their volume and theirs came out to be 3,430 containers a year. And then another uh, contract we have, which is actually FEMA, wants us to hold between 250 to 500 containers, which is actually more than we can accommodate. And mm. this is for driving. in. So... Yeah, we had our max already. We hadn't even <laughs> we didn't even pull the first one on yard yet. So it's right, kind of right. crazy. Yeah. What 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 incentivizes companies like that to work to work with you? Um the um so there are several different factors. One is um the fees associated with bringing in at the port. The port charges five times more than what we would if they don't get it out of the port fast enough. Um, the other uh, incentive is um, to get it closer to the distribution centers and the warehousing facilities and could create a more fluent process versus the port. So once it's pulled out of port, we're we're responsible for housing it until it gets to their gotcha, facilities. Gotcha. So, yeah. So time, okay, time, dope. time and money. Dope, dope, dope. All right, so Hustle Fam, listen, if y'all uh y'all may recognize his voice, you know what I mean? Um, this is Hope <laughs> White back again. Listen, Hope, you set the Hustle Fam Truck and Hustle show on fire. Shut the front door and go out fire. of bed. <laughs> when I say fire, I mean fire. I'm man, listen. Was it a good fire or a bad fire? Man, Man, that fire was that fire burnt down everything. We we had to rebuild the house back up after you came through. And I heard I ruffled a few feathers. And did you? Who, who 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 was who was upset? Nobody was upset. Uh, no, nobody was upset. It was all no, love, man. no, it was yeah. all positivity. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nothing negative. Definitely okay, no. Okay, but, okay, okay. but I was shaking up the box to start some. All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. Wheels to turn it. That's um, what I think it was. I think you yeah. brought, you know, you expanded a lot of people's minds and a lot of thoughts as to what's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think people heard your story and was like, damn, I, I could I could be hope. I could do that. You know what like I mean? Like it ain't nothing, especially with me. I started with zero good dollars. Like <laughs> zero good dollars. Like I, some of these guys. Zero good dollars. In, if I came in with some of the capital and some of the connections that some of your followers have and some of your connections have, Man, I'd be sitting on top of the world right now, but I started with zero good dollars. So all this is, and still got zero good dollars. We still working over here, so it ain't no way. I mean, right, right, right. Don't, don't, don't get it, don't get it twisted. Don't get it so, twisted. So, so we were just now talking about um, the groundbreaking of of your container storage facility, which is super dope. Right. Congratulations on that. Ten point six five acres of yeah. land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or courtesy of miss hope white so congratulations oh, that was dope i wish i could have made it to that to that yeah. ceremony it would have been dope to yeah. be there 
Um, but it looked like you guys had a lot of fun. I think I saw some some thug tears, maybe a few. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think I think I might have saw somebody shed a few thug tears. Hey. Was that was that the lighting or was was I don't know. I don't know. No, I I, I crown you now. I crown you in a minute. I ain't trying to tell nobody, honey. I held it together as long as I could, but baby, it was a conglomeration of of you know all the no's and the the the. the struggle to get here right know, right it came all together in that picture my partner unveiled that was just a beautiful moment to see three beautiful black women uh leading the charge in this specialization so no doubt awesome. yeah no doubt no doubt that is super awesome so you're back you hit me up and you're like listen um ramel you know i have some information that the hustle fam needs to know which yeah. i i so appreciate that you know you reaching out to me and 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 sharing it, sharing this with the audience because like that's what we need that's what we're here for information right. so i said hope you know my platform is your platform so right. all day let's let's jump back on let's let's do it again let's right. get into it so thank you for coming back you know what i mean you we are. might have to make this a regular thing man oh, you know what i'm saying man, we, come on we, with it man we might have to we have to make this a regular thing you know, i don't know you got to get some sponsors in here to pay for these old you know what i'm saying cuz hope cuz hope is expensive y'all you know? <laughs> I can't I can't afford it all by myself. So listen, if anybody's listening out here, we somebody need to open up their wallet. Some sponsors, come on with it now, because this is a beautiful see, thing see, between Ramel. That's a hustler right there. Straight yeah. business woman. She said, Where the sponsors at? Where Let's the talk sponsors about at? it. Come on with it. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So hope get into it. Talk, talk to me. Let, let's let's talk about, you know, first, I guess. Put it in some context, you know what I mean? Right. Exactly what you want to touch on. And then let's let's get into it. I'm ready. So definitely want to touch on um, capacity right now for peak season and uh, small business owners taking advantage of the multiple opportunities out here to go beyond peak season because our larger competitors cannot handle the volume that's out here. Mm-hmm. Um Right now, uh, UPS and FedEx, it's been in the news over the last four weeks plus of them just flat out rejecting, you know, companies like Macy's, um, Home Depot, L.L. Bean, Old Navy, um, Walmart, just like flat out telling them we cannot. There is no way we can accommodate you on your small parcel side um, or any of your shipments at this point. Um, we're just at max. So want to get uh, smaller asset based trucking companies and even freight brokers to understand um, the need for them to push on and diversify the service offerings now to get in there and get some of that business. OK, OK, that's awesome. I, I love it. So let, let's get into it. Talk, talk, how, how do we do this? How do we take advantage of some of these opportunities? Because it sounds good. Yeah. What what do we do? What are some of the first steps? So first step you need to do is step back and evaluate your current service offerings to see how you're going to match with which with whichever potential client you're going to pursue. So if you aren't say if you're a box, just give some box trucks because I have a lot of guys hit me up with box trucks. Um, Even if you're just a one, two truck guy, try to partner with other uh, owners in your area, owner operators in your area with other box trucks, and you all create a network and kind of go knock on some of these doors of these clients um, to have more than one asset truck and create a route for these clients. Um, mm. That's just an example from the box truck world um, because the client's main need is small parcel 
which is going to be mostly LTL shipments. Um, even if it's just a regional route that you put together for your clients, come to them ready with that if you're a box truck provider. So first thing is evaluate your service offerings. And if you are a box truck company, you need to create a route or a service plan, get around small parcel and LTL. Got you. Now, when you say knock on some of these doors, who would be the the, the contact persons or the people that you'd want to get in touch with to, so, to give these offerings? Right. So right now, um, there are several different um several different directions. Most people try to go to like the transportation managers or the DCs. That's not a good thing at this moment. Everybody's extremely overwhelmed. The people who are sourcing right now will either be in sourcing, procurement, or buyers. Sourcing, procurement, or buyers, or even logistics. Um, it just depends on the, cl- the company and how they title those positions. But those are the, the four main roles you would need to try to um, build a relationship with or reach out to to provide your service offering. Now, don't go knock on them, their door at this moment saying, hey, I- have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analyst Sela Shifre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics than hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts. I just want to do business with you. You need to have a solution to their problem. And right now, their problems are all in the news. So you need to get a solution out of their problems and then go have the conversation with them. Got you. And how do you reach these gatekeepers? Okay. So everybody asks me this question and I'm not going to give my full secret away because you, know, you got to pay that coin for me for that right there. Mm-hmm. No doubt. You pay that I coin. told you hope is expensive. Y'all. You thought you I'm playing. <laughs> you got to come sit in that class with that full secret. Okay. That's right. But I will, but I will give a knowledge. Um, I use LinkedIn just like everyone else does. Um, and I do that more so not necessarily to just get in someone's DM um, to ask them questions because they're still stressed out, but to understand who that person is um, and where they are so that I can contact with them. And when I'm saying where they are, are they at home? Are they working from home? Um, are they working in the office? Are they soliciting? A lot of these managers and sourcing managers are soliciting straight on LinkedIn because they're just that overwhelmed and in need for additional carriers. So just kind of get on LinkedIn and find out who um, your potential uh, client is. So, for example, if you're looking at the Gap, I would probably go on, on LinkedIn and look up Gap procurement managers and I would. I would narrow that search down to the region in which I provide coverage because I don't want to look at Gap for all of North America. I want to look up Gap for Atlanta, Gap for Georgia, or Gap for New York or whatever the case may be. Got you. So uh, let's let's touch back on when you said about, you know, kind of collaborating with other other like the box truck scenario, right? Mm-hmm. H- how do you go about, you know, creating these kind of syndicates? How, 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 where, where do you start to, to try to reach out to other owners? Do you go with like people that you've heard of? Do you just kind of like, 
use LinkedIn? Like what, what would you do yeah. in that particular case? So in my case, I'll put in a call to action on social media, mm. um, especially if you're trying to um, create a network. When, when we want these people to come to these parties we have, <laughs> <laughs> these big blowout birthday parties and whatever. Right. You right. have a call to action, right? So it's right. the same with when you're trying to create business. Nobody's going to run away from making money. Um, I think if you put together a solid plan and put a call to action out um, and go and and people will start to show interest in it. What, what do you got? What's up? Especially box trucks owners because they're hungry right now. They're not having consistent freight unless they're working with someone like Amazon. Um, but if you create a platform and create a call to action, you, you should find the guys that you need. Got you. And what type of things do you think you need to make sure you 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 uh, specify in this plan? Um, definitely what your vision is or what your direction is. So first, what's your what's your plan? Um, who is your target client going to be? What is the service offering that you all are going to provide? And what regions are you trying to cover? Um, that needs to be upfront to whoever that you're trying to pull in to your mix. Um, I don't tell you to give them any pricing or anything like that first because you don't know what your client is going to say. Got you, got you. Unless you've already had that discussion with your client. Okay. All right. So we talked about evaluating, right? Evaluating what's out there, what's going on, what's next? Mm -hmm. So next, evaluating what's out there. Uh, Then two, once you evaluate, then step back and evaluate your service offerings. So um, are you able to cover those areas. Like right now I have a client that's asking me to cover um, Ohio to New York and I can't cover that right now. Um, I can cover from PA to Ohio or PA to Illinois. Um, I have a good base there, but the other way around, I have been having trouble keeping an asset base carrier um, in that market to cover. So as a small business owner, you need to assess your coverage map, which I talk about quite often to make sure it's strong so that when you go to your client, it's solid. You got a solid plan. You're not going to have any failures or any misses because right Mm -hmm. now that is why FedEx and UPS is pushing back. They do not want to mess up their current service metrics, which is what small business owners overlook. Great Mm. service metrics and improved service metrics keep you with long time, long term, dedicated, contracted freight. So they would rather turn down the opportunity and than take the name. opportunity and mess up their name. It's, yes. it's all about brand. It's all about brand. It's all about professionalism. And it's all about saving costs to the customer. When you miss service, you end up costing that company more than you actually do them any better. I think I heard on your last podcast, you said spray and pray. <laughs> large carriers large carriers don't spray and pray they right. are committed to capacity to their clients and i hope our small business owners can be can begin to do the same thing mm, so you suggest that for small business owners who are you know building their business as well to if if you know you can't handle it 100% reject do not it. accept it do not accept it you have to begin to reject because ultimately you want to keep that relationship with your client uh good and rejected rejected tenders go over well better than failed tenders mm. um and that means if you accept the load and your carrier can't pick up on time or he delivers late whatever the case may be goes over better if you reject because you don't have capacity because you're extremely got old. you got you I, li- I like that it's a nice nice little nugget there what's yeah. next what, what, what else <laughs> what's, what's, what's the next point Okay, so next point is make sure that you are who you say you are market 
wise. So um, when you reach out to these clients, they're going to Google you. They're going to Google you. They're going to go on LinkedIn. They're going to go on your websites. They're going to they're going to go find you. Make sure you have everything in order. Do not be soliciting for business if you don't even have a motor carrier's authority and using someone else's business. Mm. That's not good. Okay. <laughs> right. Good, <laughs> That's right. just not good. Um, make sure that you have the proper insurance coverages in place and be ready to do business. So to sum that up, be business ready whenever you reach out to your client. And that includes your marketing, your insurance coverages, your equipment is on point. Everything is ready to go as if the client says, okay, I need you tomorrow. Because right now, a lot of clients do need you tomorrow. Got you. Where's most of your activity coming from right now? Hope personally. Out of the uh, retail sector, uh, we are getting a lot of business out of retail. Um, we actually have been solicited here a lot for heavy equipment. Good God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been solicited here a lot for um, import and export um, heavy equipment. Um, and then on the truckload side, retail. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And that okay. is that is where a, an extreme amount of capacity is, is in the retail market, because as we know, we've been in a global pandemic for over eight months now um, and people are just sitting at home shopping. Right. And so the shipments are through the roof as well as, you know, consumers shopping at home. You also have um, supply chains trying to refill their stocks in their warehouses. So they're trying to get the shipments overseas in and get refilled and replenished for consumer buying habits. Got you. So if, if you were just trying to jump into the business now, mm-hmm. what, what what would you tell someone to do? Like what, what where are the opportunities? Are? I mean, you just now spoke about retail. Like what, what would be the best approach? So with someone getting in, getting started, you're new, right? So 100%. I, 100%. So I would not try to target the in the light customers because they're going to work, want to work with someone seasoned. They're going to want, want to work with someone financially stable to handle the type of volume and business that they have. So then I would go to the supplies everybody sleep on, which is the mom and your pops. Um, these are the ones that are not in your lights. This is what I teach my students anyway, every day, um, focus on the clients who are backfilling for UPS. I mean, for home Depot backfilling for Walmarts, um, focus on those vendors, um, and not necessarily your in the light customers. Got you. Got you. I like that. Okay. Next, next, next step. I'm, I'm, I'm following. Okay. So now that you're business ready um, and you've done everything you can, um, I would have prepared, and I talked about this on my previous live here on Keep On Trucking With Hope um, this past Thursday, which is making sure you have your company profile ready as well um, and your documents ready to submit. Um, And that's your your certifications, your certificate of authority, your insurance, your company profile, and possibly a capability statement to submit to your clients. Have all that ready to go and just send it straight on to them. Got you. Do you, do you find that a lot of people are just like ill-prepared with things like that? Oh, and, and, yeah. And, and, and why? I mean, do you think that's kind of like 101, right? Yeah. Um, I won't say that. I, I, won't, I won't try to make people feel bad and say that it's one-on-one because a lot of people don't know they're new to business, they're new to logistics, and they don't understand the conversations or the expectations of what customers look for, for 
uh, carriers or suppliers to the business. So I won't say that, but I will say, yes, it is common that a lot of people do not have their documentation ready and prepared because they're not looking to do this type of business per se to be direct. They're looking to be on low boards, no knock to low boards. I know that comes off like that, but, <laughs> but low boards is not direct to a shipper. Low boards is direct to a broker. Your money is cut three times at that point. What I'm talking about and having your documents ready is direct to the customer. So there is no cut. You are the only, you're the main source for that revenue. Um, those documents, the capability statement gives a high level overview of your company profile, a SWOT analysis, your strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And then all your company's pertinent information, like your company name, your address, your email address, your SAMs, your Dun & Bradstreet information, your NAICS codes, which which if you don't know what your next codes are, you sleep, <laughs> mm. but that's your main uh, service offerings that you provide to your clients from a government perspective. So they can, you know, categorize you. Um, and then whatever social media platforms you are on, all of that should be listed on your capability statement for your client um, so that they get a, a grasp of who you are in a short period of time. Got you with, with, with what, what's going on right now in logistics and, you know, just the, the, um, huge amounts of freight being moved. I mean, how how long do you project this this type of this this happening? Like right now, it's like it's it's, it's it looks like it's time to get into business if you want to get in. You know what I mean? Like it, it seems as though there's just an influx of 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 opportunity right now. Right? How, how, do you think this is going to last for forever? Or what what do, you, what do you see? What do you project? I, I project at least two and a half to three years um, of heavy volume. Um, I've read several articles. Uh, one I read that it said it was about 12, eight to 12 million containers backed up um, in, in different <laughs> in some of our import countries trying to right. get over from COVID. I've, I've read somewhere as high as 20 million. I don't know if these numbers are exaggerated or not, because some of this stuff you, you just can't believe. But I do believe that it was well over millions of containers uh, backed up just to get inside of the United States. And then oh, you wow. have to consider our clients who do export products as well, waiting to get their freight out. And so shipping lines are so extremely overwhelmed right now that they are rejecting tenders and rejecting shipments as well. And so then you got that freight that's still sitting. And so it has created what's a domino, domino effect in the cargo world and the freight industry. So yes, I do project this being at least a two to three year um, influx for it being a curious market. Sure. So they have to catch up with all that backlog. Yes. And 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 finally get things to kind of even out a little bit. Absolutely. 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 For sure. For sure. All right. What else? All right. So now that we are um, business ready and we got, our, ready. we got our documents ready, Check. Um, you need to have your number game on point because the mm, next question your client going to ask you is, uh, so what you'll charge me to do this? Um, I'll, I'll tell you straight up. I circled back to about 40 clients um, on last Sunday. Um, and um, about 15 of them hit me back. And, and these were clients that I had done what's called an MBE, Minority Business Enterprise Matchmaker uh, interview with, which is mean I interview with the clients, tell them who I am, blah, 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 blah. And then I follow up. Well, I didn't get a chance to follow up. I didn't follow my own rule. I didn't follow up for two weeks, but I followed up last Sunday. 15 of them hit me back and all 15 immediately in the second email say, give me price and they go from here to here. 
Mm. Like, like beyond the, they was ready beyond the capability statement was like, okay, we stuck. Okay. Now tell me what you'll charge to go from here to here. And I was like, uh, okay. So (laughs) great thing that I do a lot of business and I do a lot of bids because I was able to really quickly get into some of the tools that I use to help me understand the freight market. Um, but I also had kind of had a, a, a understanding of the market just from me doing business every day of where the pricing needed to be. So my next advice is to have your numbers ready and have your profit margins ready to go on top of those numbers so that you can give your client a easy quote as quick as possible because it's not just you trying to get in it's somebody else and time is money. No doubt. A hundred percent. It's all about the money. All about the Benjamins, baby. All about the Benjamins. Absolutely. <laughs> can you can you can you give any little bit of jewels on how you prepare your numbers, anything like that? I know, I know, I know. You know, I know that's for the you, you gotta go a little deeper. But I'm you know, I, I gotta pull it out. I gotta try to pull out what I could pull out. I'm gonna start charging truck and hustle. <laughs> I do a was I do Listen, a, y'all, I told you she's expensive, y'all. She's gotta, killing me. I do an affiliation fee or something. <laughs> Is getting all these coins up out of me. Listen, just, just a little. I love your followers because they be hungry. They come over and they start DMing me, and then they think because Rodman, I got that free information. They can get in my DM, and no, sir, no, ma'am. No, ma'am, no spam. <laughs> no spam. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, man. Um, but no. It's a little something, a little something, a little something. Um, how I create my numbers is I do use tools, okay? Um, I was using Dat Rate View for a while. Lord, I can't say nothing negative about that. That is awesome. Um, but I did find that some of the information was not consistent with what the market was showing. And so now I've switched over to FreightWave Sonar. Um, and they pull their information from uh, a client's uh, tender system, customer's tender system. So whereas that might be showing me information from what carriers and other brokers are posting on the low boards, Freightway Sonar is showing me exactly what Walmart is paying or Home Depot is paying directly to those carriers because it's pulling out of their tender EDI system and not necessarily compromise information or information that somebody else can just put up on a low board. Um, so that's, that's what I use freight ways on our gems, gems. We're going to start calling you Jim Jones. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, Freightway Sonar is a little little bit of an investment. Um, If you're just getting started in the industry, do not, um, do not shy away from that. If you can afford it, then absolutely Um, go ahead. It's worth every dollar Um, because ultimately you want to be on point with your in line with your competitors and online uh, in line with the market. Um, But if you can't afford it, don't freak out. Don't just try to watch Freightways because they have a lot of free, free tools on LinkedIn um, the, on their website, freightways.com, they give away a lot of information. They have several different um, analysts that come on and they talk, you know, two, three times out the week about the market, about different um, regions and, you know, different clients, what they're expecting. They give a lot of a lot of free information away, but we have to go find that information, find that knowledge before you actually purchase a tool. But if you can afford a tool, absolutely make that investment coming in. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so we got our numbers correct. Mm-hmm. What do we Where do we go from there? So we got our numbers correct. When we submit, we're going to submit to our clients. Once we submit to our client, they should give you a timeline, but don't be afraid to follow up within twenty four to forty eight hours. Okay. The fortune is in the follow up. 
the fortune is in the follow up and the follow through. Absolutely. Mm. Um, if you leave that money on the table, it's going to go to somebody else. That's just, <laughs> that's just it. Um, so follow through. Um, but be confident. Um, that's the other thing. The last, my last point on that is be confident in who you are. Confident in who you, who you are as a business owner. Um, I'm, what I'm seeing from a lot of people who have started following me since your your podcast um, and just listening is people are not confident in their service offerings. They've gotten into the industry for a task, a task of driving from point A to point B or brokering from point A to point B. Um, in logistics, you are here to provide several different types of solutions to your client and ultimately to save them cost in transportation. You have to get confident in your service offerings to your clients or they will they can read that through your voice and through your email pitches and through your cold calling that you're doing. They can see through that. So my final tip is to uh, immerse yourself with a much knowledge and resources that's out here so that you can gain confidence in the services that you're providing and stop being task driven and don't be afraid to expand your service offerings. Mm, I love it. Hustle fam. Listen, peak season procurement brought to you by Hope White. Hope, I think we got to we got to do this again. I think oh, I, I, like, I like this little snippet, this little, you this little get, quick you show. You got to get some of these hustlers this round. You to do some sponsorships around here. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think we might be on to something. Listen, if, if, if y'all like this show, make sure you hit uh, Hope in the DM. Make sure you hit me in the DM and we might have a little something. We might come back and, and, and do some orders for y'all. That's you know right. what I'm saying? If y'all like it. I don't mind. I want to help us succeed and I want us, us to succeed the right way. Um, but there's a, a ton of opportunity out here for us. I, I'm watching a lot of your followers. They have so many assets and they're using low boards. Like that's not it, fam. I mean, like we miss, we leaving so much money on the table, the money being cut too many ways. Mm. Mm. It is. There you have it. I hope anything else you want to say to us fan before we get out of here? No, I don't. I just want to thank everyone for your support. Um, myself and HD white team love you all. And we're grateful to you all and look forward to helping you with as much information as we possibly can. No doubt. And we love you too. Hope. All right. Listen till, till next time we're going to figure out, listen, if y'all have another topic y'all want us to touch on, hit us in the DM, let us know what's going on. Cause I'm about to put hope to work. <laughs> hope you got another job. Hope. <laughs> All right, Dan. I'm going to send you a W2. <laughs> Man. No, he's not messing with you. All right. All right, Hope. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. We'll, 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 we'll check back in a little bit. All right. Thank you. And you're welcome. All right. Later. Later. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love. Truck and hustle.